I'm Tad. I'm Gary. This is the Thursday show. Wow. We have a we're back. We're back. Again. Why didn't we, we do it last that, week? Uh you were on vacation, Mom. Oh. I Cleveland, was. hot, hot, hot. I was. I wish I was still on vacation. Do you? Yeah. You don't I, want to be back here no. doing the Thursday show? You didn't miss the Thursday show? Sorry, no. Wow. I mean, there was a hammock in the water. That's amazing. I'm, did you go diving? I did. Did you see any fish? Uh, I saw, I actually killed a lionfish. So if Pete is listening, <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, I killed a lionfish. Why? I got to kill one. You really want to know? Yeah, okay. of course I want to know. So is this the educational segment of I, the Thursday show? I guess so. So the lionfish, um, I went to um, near the Caribbean, um, and lionfish are fish that are from the Indian Ocean. Oh, so they're invasive. They're an invasive species. Very good. Somebody either in Florida, probably Florida. Probably Florida. Probably Florida. They Florida, probably Bahamas, had monkeys too. Anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've talked yeah. about this before. Yeah. I think we have. Oh, constrictors. And so somebody let them out, and it, they went to the ocean. Well, the problem is um, they, they multiply. Yeah. And they eat a lot. Okay. And there's no natural predators. Right. So when you add all of that, they have destroyed ecosystems. Wow. Um, they've gone into coral reefs and destroyed it because they'll eat all the little fish. And there's nothing to keep them, you know, to weed them out, to call them. Right. There's no balance. There's no circle of life. You know, Lion King would be mad about this. Right. So what divers, what diving institutions and have started doing in that area is one they learned how to cook them and eat them because a lot of the countries down there are you know there are a lot of fishing communities and you know there are poor communities and so they learned how to eat them but then also they started killing them off so they're not just killing them for fun right it's serving multiple purposes it's kind of right. like um deer hunting here yeah. in Wilkes County or in the south. So now lionfish do have a natural predator. So lionfish, yeah, it's humans. Right. Um, But they also have done initiatives where they've tried to take lionfish, and after they're they're killed, they feed them to, like, a big grouper or a big snapper or to some moray eels to get them learning how to get the taste of it because they have poisonous spines. So having to, you know, most... The bigger animals can't eat them because of the poison spines, but they are starting to see where eels have learned, because they like the taste of them, have learned how to kill them. So they're creating a natural predator to balance the ecosystem of the ocean. So you and eels. Yes, and grouper and snapper. Did you get to eat the lionfish? I didn't didn't eat lionfish this time. Okay. Um, They offered to cook it to me, for me, but... Okay. Well, what do you call a fish in a bow tie? Hudson, what do you call a fish in a bow tie? Thoughts? Somebody turn his mic on. I think it's on. He's just, I think he's as dumbfounded as we are and can't wait for the, this punchline. <laughs> you think you're dumbfounded now. You just wait. <laughs> uh, so fish-dicated. That may be the worst one. 
That no, I got no, one. No, no, no. If we're gonna do, if okay. we're gonna do fish jokes, All right. I got one. Okay, I got one. You ready? Yeah. What do you call a fish with no eyes? You better not finish this joke. I yeah. <laughs> like what, that's good. That would have been the sound that my your fish made. My it been son loves that joke. Yeah, he cool. loves it. Uh, how do you follow Will Are Smith we in the snow? Stop. We've, you've said this one before. Have I really? I think you've said this one. And I forgot about the punchline because it was okay. so bad. How do you follow Will Smith the in the snow? Prince. Fresh prints. I don't know how. You follow the fresh prints. He probably doesn't know this. He's young. For those that are listening, we have Hudson Myers, who is a young, strapping fellow that just graduated, just graduated, just finished. Literally his, strapping. Yeah, he has got, suspenders. He has suspenders. Um, we're, we'll need so to talk. We need, we need to talk about that in suspenders. a minute. Suspenders. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, but you know, he just finished his freshman year of college, so he's he's a young buck. Young. You're yeah. 18. Just turn 19. Stop. Just because you like did 4,000 credits in high school doesn't okay. mean anything. Okay. Wow. Age wise, the point is. Would you clap is, into the mic more? That'd be great. <laughs> I really. You like the, you yeah, like the like spike that. there? I'm leaving it. Just so you Good. know. There's, um, this is a no. But he probably show. doesn't know Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Do you know the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? I know what that is. Do you? It's been on yeah. syndication. I mean. Well, but it's not on Netflix. Okay. Well, that's. Okay. And that's how, how do you how do you know the Fresh Prince? I don't know. I mean like it, it's just a, a show that people talk about. People talk Have about. Have you ever seen it? You've seen it. I've seen some of it. How? Where? <laughs> On a television, mostly. Interesting. That's good. So like so it, it was like a television that was just on when they were showing reruns of shows. I guess. Okay. All right. And Nick good. at night it used to come on Nick at night. It that blows my mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, when shows we watched live started showing up on <laughs> Nick at night. Of course, Nick at night, like they they got a little bit like more modern. They did. I remember. I this is nostalgia about nostalgia. Okay. But I remember watching like I Love Lucy, Dick Van Dyke, oh. Mary Tyler Moore show, Mary Tyler Golden Moore Girls. Golden Girls. That was about as. As modern as Nick and Knight got in our day. Golden Girls? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, all right. Just checking. We've got to keep... Gotta Which keep Golden Girl are you? You don't have to answer that. <laughs> I, I guess I won't. Which one are you? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't... I think I'll leave the only this. name I are know is Are we leaving this Blanche. in? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. I think so. All right. Yeah. I'm Betty White. Rose was her That's name. That's Rose. That's Rose. Betty White turns, I think, 100 this year. Nope, nope. I take that back. Maybe. I think we she need, turns 100. Uh, we need confirmation. We, we need Whoa. fact checker. What? I just <laughs> I assumed I Googled Betty White enough that it would just come up. Uh, 2022. So next year. So she's next 99. Year. She is 99. That's, Her birthday is in January. I just know she's better than um, sliced bread. She was before sliced bread. Right. Yeah. So, that's right. Betty White. Betty White, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's I was trying good. to find a segue. Okay, so um, we have Hudson. Hudson is going to be the pastoral intern. Um, we... I have a question Okay, Hudson. Do you? Yeah. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, Hudson, when is the last time you played with Legos? <laughs> 
Steven? Probably two years ago. Okay. Not that long ago. Legos are not just for children. You know <laughs> so, that, right? I mean, I know a lot of... Do your kids of, play with Legos? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of people that do Legos. The Millennial Falcons, a, you know, a good Lego set that a lot of adults do. Did you know that no, Lego larceny is on the rise, <laughs> according to NPR? Lego larceny. People are yeah. just stealing random people Legos. Are ste- stealing So you can't Legos. finish Hogwarts Castle? That, you take that one that Lego and it's of, frustrating? That's what it seems like is happening. Uh, I, I mean, are people just... So people are breaking into homes I, and just stealing three Legos. I, I think they're also breaking into like toy stores and stuff, places that sell Legos. Somebody in Oregon was arrested for selling $7,500 worth of Legos. Um, part of the reason is because some Lego sets are like really limited edition. Um, Stop. And what's crazy, what's crazy is, of course this is true, anything is like worth more in the box, right? Oh, yeah. Right. It's like Beanie Babies, you gotta have that tag. Legos... <laughs> Lego sets are, like, to me, the one exception of, no, it's really not worth it until it's built. But apparently, apparently, if you open your Lego box, you're probably going to be less likely to have it stolen. All right. Okay, so open your Lego box. I'd, I'd say. I did read, speaking of Legos and toys, did you know that they um, several stores have stopped selling Pokemon cards? What? Why? Really? Hudson's a Pokemon fan. Okay, huge Pokemon fan. It'd been cool if you had because like, grown men, and especially in like uh, I think it was Japan, they were buying up all the McDonald's Happy Meal mm-hmm. because they were starting to do the Pokemon cards last summer. I think it was last summer. So they would they would buy up all the Happy Meals just to get the cards, and people were breaking into stores just to still. Or just stealing Pokemon cards. Wow. Didn't... Because uh, of the limited edition. Didn't one of the like big-time YouTubers, uh, one of the Pauls or whatever, like op- that he filmed himself opening Pokemon cards and, and opened up one that, that he ended up with like a million-dollar card or something? Oh, really? No, did not know that. I'm not familiar with the YouTube stars. Are you familiar with YouTube stars, Hudson? No, I am not. Wow. Well, I guess scratch that whole line of questions <laughs> so, that we had. That was good. Yeah. Are you aware that your generation uh, doesn't really watch TV anymore? They just watch YouTube? No, not really. I watch it some. So what do you watch? Mostly sermons. God, he's uh, Okay, he's making us What do you bad. watch on? I don't watch YouTube. Like, yeah. if, I'm, if I look up YouTube, it's how to fix something in my house. Yeah. That's where I am as an adult. Right. I need I, to fix something. I watch mountain biking YouTube. <laughs> that sounds exhilarating. <laughs> wow. Well, it's not as exhilarating as killing a lionfish, but... I mean... But it's it's the same reason you watch it. It's to learn how to fix my bike or learn techniques. Learn how to actually learn mountain how bike. how to go faster. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you ever find a YouTube video on how not to get burned while riding your bike? 
Uh, yeah, I'd go mountain biking in the woods instead of on the road <laughs> okay. at the beach. That's good. So, all right, so Hudson's going to be with us as a pastoral intern. Mm-hmm. Do you even know what that means? It means <laughs> that I'm interning okay. with the pastoral staff. And in turn, <laughs> he gets valuable Stop. information and experience. From us, this is and his first and one of his first tasks of you know his he started this week is to be on the Thursday. Show. Right. That's right. are we gonna are we gonna make it where he has to be here every week? I I think he should should. I think, I think he feedback should question feedback question of the week. Okay. If you think Hudson should join us every week while he's here for how many how long are you with us? Uh, ten weeks. For ten weeks. Ten weeks. Wow. Just, you know, shoot a comment. That's 10 episodes of the Thursday That's show. 10 episodes. That's, man, that's positive thinking there. You think we'll get 10? I hope so. So let's, let's, this is, this is something that's been bothering me with Hudson. Wow. Didn't he, he just start? He did just start, but walking in to the office this week, he is setting a precedent that I don't know if I like. Mm. I don't know if I, I like it. I see it now. You do it? I mean, yeah. when he was in staff meeting Monday, and he's sitting there, and I'm looking around the room, mm-hmm. specifically at us. Okay. <laughs> Strong. I mean, yeah, they've okay. seen us on the video. Okay. We're, we did not dress as well as Hudson did. No, we did not. Hudson wears a tie and suspenders for fun. Do you wear a tie for fun? I wear a tie exclusively when I have to. That's it. Same. I don't wear yeah. suspenders either. Maybe I should wear suspenders. Well, they help keep your pants up. I so have a belt. You... Okay, yeah. Do you not wear a belt? Uh, talk to us about that, Hudson, because yeah. maybe we're doing it wrong. Yeah. Have you have you considered that maybe, maybe we may be doing it wrong? Are suspenders more comfortable than a belt? They are incredibly more comfortable than a belt. So how do you get how do you get comfortable with wearing a tie? Um, you wear it. Hudson, where did you go to school this past year? I went to Gardner Webb University. And what are you majoring in? Philosophy and theology. Do they contradict each other? Philosophy and theology, as an entity, don't actually have opinions. They're just realms of study that overlap in some areas. I mean, so it's it's not really that they necessarily contradict is talk about different ideas from different perspectives so did you have to write a paper on Plato's cave one one week and then write another paper on Abraham in a cave was Abraham in a cave David. Elijah in a cave is that better is that yeah. a better David was in a cave David was in a cave David. Elijah was in a cave <laughs> David had an opportunity while uh, his his king was was, I, was Abraham not in a cave? I, uh, quick question before you answer <laughs> the question: Was Abraham in a in a cave? Not as far as I know. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think he was in a cave. You don't think he would have made when they were raiding the area in the wilderness and they were leaving on their way to Ur? They were not. I okay. hanging out in caves. All right, I I think. The spirit of what Hudson and I are saying is that we're pretty sure that there's no documented scripture 
about Abraham in a cave. Okay. Perhaps it's implied that he was in a cave at some point, okay. or I, you know, I, I don't think we have every moment of Abraham's life. I think it's very possible that he's been inside a cave in his hundreds of years of life, almost hundreds. Was Jesus in a plus. cave? It's in a tomb. <laughs> was he born in a cave? No. Was the stable a cave? It, or a stable, like we think of a stable? It could have been a cave. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, okay. Was that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to create well, conversation. Okay. He needs we, to f- were, we were having a pretty free-flowing conversation, okay. but... Uh, you know, whatever questions you want to ask, ask him. Well, go ahead and ask. He didn't answer the question because you interrupted me and said, is Abraham in a cave? So let's let's okay. change it. Did he have to write a paper one week on Plato's cave and then David in a cave? Is that better? Yeah, David was definitely in a cave. Okay. I really don't know how I'm supposed to answer this question, but, I mean, yeah, we talked about Plato in a cave. Well, actually, not Plato himself. But we talked about Plato talking about a cave. But we didn't really talk about any caves in theology classes. It never came up. Are you uh, are you quickly familiar with the history of David in a cave? <laughs> I suppose. He was hiding from Saul's armies, and Saul walked up and used the restroom. Mm-hmm. In front of David, and David could have speared him and didn't. Yep. Saul uncovered his feet, is what it says. What is one thing you learned in philosophy that will leave a lasting impact on your life? Whoa. You can follow that with theology. Yeah, okay. yeah, if you want to. Okay. You don't have to. No okay. pressure. I'm leaving this little side conversation. <laughs> Or why he thinks. Mm-hmm. We probably can't afford the, that song. No. The copyrights, they <laughs> no. would cut us off. They would. We, but I need to, I need to make it. I, I was thinking, that's, that's not a fair question. Okay. Because he's a philosophy major. Mm-hmm. And which means he probably had multiple classes of philosophy. It's not like he had one philosophy class and one theology class that he was having their majors. I mean, I don't know how in your 12 years of trying to get your undergrad, it worked. Seven but most people, most, most people take, you know, multiple classes, like four or five classes uh-huh. a semester. So it's a, it's a range of things. And that has been How College Works with Tad Craig. <laughs> so to help, maybe it was he, he, a theology or his philosophy, one of it, the philosophy classes. Okay. What is one thing that impacted him? Is that better to help? I'm trying to, get, I'm trying to buy you time while you think. Yes. I think the most useful skill I learned in philosophy classes, it is how to have conversations that only people who have taken philosophy classes understand. Mm. That's my understanding. Would of that be the classes. same answer for theology classes? <laughs> I would hope not. But in your experience, Gary, is that the same answer? No. 
That's it. No, <laughs> no clarifying. Not necessarily. Um, I I think if theology is done well, it it's has a lot of boots on the ground, practical uh, impact on how we see the world. Okay. Did you, what was your theology classes? Or give us your favorite one. What's the one that impacted you the most? That's that's, that's it. That's the question. My favorite one was New Testament theology. What made New Testament theology your favorite class? It was really interesting to uh, see the different ways that individual books of the New Testament fit together, but also to compare the um, different ways that the different authors talk about the same stories. So we have um, four different Gospels, and each of them is telling the story of Jesus, and they have the same common elements talking about um, Jesus' death and his resurrection and Jesus' parables and those sorts of things. They're all there, but you can tell there's a different way that each gospel author uses that information to communicate um, more and more truths about Christianity and the way we're supposed to live our lives. So it's just really interesting to, to see the different authors and how they used different techniques to communicate more to us about Christianity and Jesus. Did you notice anything about Luke and all that and the way that he communicates his story? Anything stand out to you about Luke specifically? Just picked one at random. Did you? No, not entirely random. I would have picked Luke. You I was going to ask a similar. I was going to ask a similar question, but it wasn't going to be about. Luke. It wasn't Luke. Mm. Who was yours going to be about? John. John. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to answer his first. His question first. What stood out in Luke, the Gospel of Luke? Well, uh, Luke is one of the very few books of the Bible written by a Gentile, mm-hmm. and so his perspective in that book is to communicate uh, Jewish truths, the truths of Christianity to an audience that wouldn't necessarily have had the background in Judaism and in the, the practices of the law and sacrifices and such. And so when Luke talks about Jesus bringing salvation to the world, he often talks about it in terms of um, healing sickness and um, bringing freedom to those who are being oppressed mm-hmm. and those sorts of ideas. because they don't have the same spiritual background of freedom from sin. So Luke gives the same truth that Jesus is the Savior of the world, but he explains it to um, people who would not have had the same background as those reading the other Gospels. And we call Matthew, Mark, Luke the synoptic Gospels because they all share very similar stories. But there's one that doesn't belong in the four Gospels. Well, it belongs, but it's not like the others. Right. Know, one of these, one of is these not, things is not, not like, like the others. others. Yeah. And that was the book of John. What did you notice about it? And why do you think it was included in the canon, the final canon of our Bible? Well, uh, the Gospel of John diverges significantly from the other Gospels. Uh, and it gives a, a much more personal perspective of Jesus. It seems to be talking about... Um, the sermons that he gave only to his disciples and the teachings that he gave to them alone rather than the uh, parables and stories that he would tell to crowds and different um, sermons that he would give in public. And so we get a lot deeper 
theology in John that's not in the other Gospels, and it talks specifically about Jesus' role uh, in how he saves us personally and what he means to us, how he is the way, the truth, and the life. And he gives a lot of different illustrations of um, how he brings salvation to the world. And those are things that he couldn't necessarily declare in public to everyone because it would have uh, upset a lot of people and it would have led to his crucifixion much sooner than he was planning for it to occur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the themes in John. The other, there's a there's a big motif in the book of John of light and darkness. I don't know if you've picked up on that. I don't know if y'all talked about that, but hopefully you will eventually because that that's one of the things that when it was brought to my attention, I started noticing as I went back and started studying the book of John, you see this light and darkness aspect. Mm-hmm. And even when you go to 1st, 2nd, 3rd John, you see it continually, that yeah. same that same motif. Um, yeah. So he you, was the light. The light. Do you know why came the he really went after that? Enlighten me, Ted. Ah, ah that's good. That's Ooh, good. Knee slapper. See? He belongs yeah. there. Do you know why? No. You don't? Man. Maybe. I might know why. Um, jog my memory. Because John is really going after the Gnostic community. That's why it's so deep into theology is yeah. because he's really he's going after the philosophers. He's going after the, the community that was trying to pick apart um, Jewish, uh, Jewish teachings and Jesus' teachings on top of that. And so you had this group, the Gnostics, who came in and really hit on knowledge. Well, for them, knowledge is light. Hence, you use the term enlightenment, the enlightened error that came around during, you know, the, the 1600s or so. You know, that was the idea of bringing light into darkness, darkness being ignorance, darkness being not, you don't have any knowledge. Well, light, and so he piggybacks off that Gnostic theology to show that Jesus is the light. That's why he starts off with logos, knowledge knowing, speech, thought. He starts it there. So every Gnostic that would have read that Greek, they would have perked up and they would have started, and he would have been arguing with them, really, putting out his thesis to prove them wrong. I guess guess that probably ties into um, Jesus after the feeding of uh, 5,000. He's got the crowd. They're, They're with them. He could say, almost anything, do almost no wrong, and then says, eat my flesh and drink my blood, and they're, they're Looney Tunes out of their <laughs> cloud of dust. Yeah. You know, they're gone. And he looks at the, the disciples and says, uh, uh, you want to leave too? And they're like, we don't have anywhere else to go. We, we, we've, a couple of episodes yeah. before you told us to get rid of everything and to yeah. follow you. It, was, it wasn't this like great proclamation of, of oh, we, we have so much faith in you, Jesus. We're, we know you're the Messiah. We're going to follow you regardless. It's like, well, what, what would we do? <laughs> We're pretty much you're, locked in yeah. at this point. Uh, but um, yeah. his... Uh, Gnostics were flesh is bad. Right. Uh, um, you know the whole the whole goal is to be freed from your your flesh, and Jesus is, comes into that with. Um, well, John records this. Right. Jesus said it pre Gnosticism's rise, um, but uh, 
Uh, flesh is not in and of itself bad. Um, uh, we're actually being redeemed in it right. uh, through our faith. And so and when Christ comes back, when he resurrects, it is in the flesh. Mm-hmm. He, is, he is skin and bone. Uh, he's got some extra like cool powers, like he can go through walls <laughs> and stuff. But uh, Did you just call it powers? I sure did call <laughs> did it powers. Did you call it powers? I did or call it powers. Philosophy sure question, is Jesus a superhero? No. Why? The term superhero... It doesn't really just refer to someone who's uh, a hero and who happens to have incredible powers. It refers to like a specific genre of literature and a specific kind of characters. Uh, so we don't typically use the term superhero to refer to actual human beings because it's a, a fictional concept that doesn't really have any uh, parallel in the real world. So you're saying superheroes have no parallel to the real world? No exact parallel. There's there's nothing that's real that lines up with what someone typically thinks of as a superhero. You might have something similar that might have a lot of common elements, but <clears throat> it wouldn't really fit the description of a superhero exactly. Not all heroes wear capes, Hudson. Oh, that's good. I'm just waiting. Well, you were, you were waiting on that. I was waiting. Well, um, uh, that was that was a good ending to this because we're. Shouldn't we do a lightning round real fast? You, I mean, we got, some of that's getting cut. So. Okay, you want to do a lightning round? I think we should do a lightning round. Okay, you ready? You got questions? No. Did you come up with these questions? Are no. we gonna go back and forth? Yeah. You want me to start? Sure. Okay, lightning round. Lightning round. This or that? Can't can't think long. Gut reaction. Don't look at the audience. Don't. There's no audience there's, in here. You gotta look got to look at us. They've got no Batman answers for you. Iron Man, Batman. Batman. Cake or cookie? Cookie. Why? God, wrong. Wrong. Why? Why? Because it's better, obviously. See, here's a trick question. Hudson doesn't eat either. He hasn't had a dessert in years. Yeah. Yeah, just changed you. So let's go to real stuff. Hamburger, hot dog. Hamburger. Is. It's supposed to be lightning. I know. Fast. Quick. I, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thunder or lightning? <laughs> lightning? Rain or snow? Rain. Summer or winter? Winter. Ooh. Come on. So winter <laughs> rain. So he likes winter rain. He doesn't eat dessert. The worst weather. The worst weather ever is winter rain. Yeah. Negative 20 degrees and it's raining. Yeah. That's what he wants. Hudson standing outside, (laughs) mouth agape, waiting for the... Just loving it. Just drops of of acid rain to... That's good. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, Car or motorcycle? Car. Abraham or Jacob? Jacob. Luke or John? John. Old Testament or New Testament? (laughs) New Testament. Bonus or intertestamental? (laughs) I think I'll stay with New Testament. Gospel of Peter or Gospel of Thomas of Intimacy? Gospel of Thomas. Mm, good choice. That was a good answer. That we're leaving that one. Okay. That's All a right. good gospel. That's good. It's a good apocrypha. Okay. 
All right, favorite month of the year? October. <laughs> Hold on. Let's recap because we're going to end this. This is the recap of the Thursday show. We just need to stop because Hudson has declared, he's declared that he loves winter, he loves rain, but his favorite month is October. So, <laughs> philosophically, how does that all work together? Please leave your comments and send your emails to yeah. Hudson at ThursdayShow.com. Uh, so, uh, well, I've, well, that brings us to the end of another yeah. uh, episode. I hesitate to say <laughs> another great episode. Maybe when we have one. Yeah, we'll or say two. great. We'll have to have at least two Yeah, before we can say another, right? Yeah. Uh, True. But this was an episode of the Thursday show. It was. That's undeniable. It was an episode. It'll be on your podcast streaming things uh-huh. somewhere. Uh, but don't forget, you can come and join us for worship. We're That's back right. in uh, the sanctuary on Wednesdays at 6, Sundays at 8, 9, 30, and 11. So please come and join us. But if you don't feel well, like we had somebody message saying they did not feel well Sunday right. morning. So you know what they did? What, what did they do, Hudson? What did they do if they don't feel well? They watch the service from their home. There you go. On, U- on, on YouTube, YouTube, Facebook, Facebook, Vimeo. Vimeo. It premieres at 11 a.m., but you can catch it after that yep. as well. And if there's a problem with one of the platforms, just go to another platform. Just go to another platform. It should be there. Yeah. And we already know. Yeah. 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 Hopefully. I think we do. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Thank y'all. You know we're not going to see them. Okay. Well, I mean, we might see them here. Come back and join us listening to this wonderful. See you next week. Hear us next week. Hear you next. Hear us. Bye. <laughs>